Welcome to the Wisdom and Wealth Podcast, a series of conversations designed to equip you, our listener, with the helpful insights necessary to simplify the critical decision points of life. I'm Josh Clues, a wealth advisor with Carson Wealth here in the Woodlands, Texas. I believe my calling in this life is to enable others to fulfill their own calling by helping them harness their financial wealth to their purpose in life. Please join me each week for market thoughts, planning ideas, and most importantly, intangible balance sheet discussions, which highlight the importance of all those things money can't buy and death can't take away. Investment advisory services offered through CWM, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Welcome in to another episode of Wisdom of Wealth. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's December, and as part of the season, um, giving normally comes up uh, as uh, we approach the holidays and uh, clients and neighbors want to give back. And if you're like me, uh, I try to reevaluate how I've, you know, where I've given resources, where my wife and I have given resources over the year, and even where we've given our time uh, and where we volunteered. And so some of the the guidelines that we try to set for ourselves are we want to make sure that our giving is intentional. We want to make sure that um, we're able to make a difference where we're giving and that, you know, our, and by that, I mean, we're not so spread out that the bulk of our giving uh, is, is diluted because it's, it's uh, less in volume to certain areas. The next piece that we want to look at is we want to feel like we're a little bit stretched. You want the, that giving in our lives. We want that to be a little bit dear. We want it to, to not hurt, but, but to, to, to restrict our lifestyle just a little bit. Um, I find that that's good uh, for ourselves personally, but also it, it makes the giving more meaningful. Um, and I've heard it said before that there's no such thing as, as a former giver. You know, no one else, I, I dare you go find someone and ask them, you know, about their giving and they're not going to come back to you and say, oh, I tried that once. The, the point being, typically we give money to those things that we're passionate about, that we care about. And we derive a sense of purpose and meaning from our giving that far and away overcomes any amount of you know, sadness that we might have of, of parting with hard-earned resources, right? Um, the next piece that I, I always encourage people along with your annual giving goals would be in the, in the realm of giving of your time. I know for myself personally, uh, the stage of life we're in, it is uh, something that I have to force myself to do. I have to be intentional about it. And I've uh, sought ways over the past year, especially to try to volunteer uh, and give of our time with, with our kids. And it's a, another way that we can invest our time together and, and make it rich and meaningful. But I would also uh, admonish you that volunteering your time is, is one of the more underappreciated things uh, ways of giving out there, in, in my opinion, because it, it just costs you time. But it's obviously, you know, time is the most precious resource we have. But uh, it can be far more meaningful and a great way of um, driving a sense of camaraderie and purpose while you're, while you're volunteering. So on to our topic of financial giving, I want to highlight one of the ways that I see out there that is sometimes forgotten about and can be underutilized, especially if 
who you're partnering with financially does not read your tax returns. We'll get to that in a minute. But it's called the Qualified Charitable Distribution, or QCD. And what this is, is it is a way of giving to charity and that uh, once you have reached the age of 70 and a half, that you can utilize to give from your IRAs. Uh, so think about that for a minute. It might not sound like a big deal, but I'm going to unpack this a little bit. Let's think about two separate couples. One cup, Both of them want to live off of $180,000. That's their income need. And they both want to give $20,000 to charity. So in situation one, a couple has to report $200,000 worth of income. And then they give based off of the taxes that they have uh, to chair after taxes to charity on tax on, on income that they've already been taxed on. Couple number two only has to report $180,000 worth of income and they pull $20,000 from their IRA and they have it given directly to charities of their choice. And by doing that, follow with me here, they're in the 22% tax bracket. They just saved 400, or excuse me, $4,400 in taxes just by that one small, small shift. So the reason that they're able to do that is that they're still able to have the standard deduction um, on top of that. So they don't have to use it as income and then they still can file for the standard deduction. And in a sense, you know, they're, they're utilizing $200,000 worth of income and they're getting, call it $47,000 worth of deductions in that instance. So it's, it's a pretty powerful uh, move when you think about it. And again, what would be some of the reasons that someone in option A wouldn't use it? Well, they're not aware of it. Um, or B, uh, they don't understand, you know, they'd like to give uh, resources, but they think they're going to be giving up something in return. Oh, the the other thing that I come into contact with um, sometimes, and this is another uh, instance where it it, ca- it causes me to ask questions about your team, is in a situation where someone is forced to take required minimum distributions that are greater than they're at living expense. So for instance, someone has a living expense of $200,000, but their required minimum distribution is $250,000. So the, the qualified charitable deduction could be a way that you're able to meet, one of the ways that you're able to meet some of your required minimum distribution uh, threshold because the the QCD, your qualified charitable distribution, counts towards your RMD requirement. So it, it can help you achieve that, that delta of $50,000 in the, in the um, instance that I'm, that I'm using here. But if you find yourself having to take required minimum dis- distributions above your lifestyle, you've got to ask yourself, why is that the case? How did you get to the age of 73 um, and soon to be 75 and find yourself what, having, to, having to take out, being required to take out more from your accounts than is your lifestyle? Who were you paying to do the planning necessary to ensure that your tax planning uh, 
would be such that you're not artificially in a, you know, having to pay more in taxes based off of IRS rules that we knew were coming, whether it was at the time, you know, 70, 71, 72, you know, it's continued to increase, uh, you know, even to, you know, the, the ages that we're at now. But how did you get there? And why was no planning taken place? Why, why was no planning conducted on your behalf to ensure that you were taken care of? You have to ask yourself that question if you're being fair and you're being uh, honest with yourself. So uh, the two ways in which I think that the qualified charitable deduction can be most beneficial to you are, one, if you are charitably giving uh, and you don't have to pay tax on it, right? It, it just makes sense if you're 70 and a half and you're charitably inclined, please utilize the QCD for your giving. Step two is if you aren't charitably inclined, but you find yourself having to take out more in required minimum distributions than is necessary for your lifestyle need, maybe consider utilizing the QCD as an option uh, for that, that scenario. If you have any questions, as always, please reach back out to me about this. Um, if there's anything that I'm that I'm passionate about, there are two subjects that I'm passionate about. It's financial giving and uh, financial planning and, and wealth management, obviously. So please feel free to reach out uh, at your leisure. I hope this has been helpful for you, and I look forward to speaking with you all in the future. One last request: please like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast, as this helps us uh, reach and serve additional listeners. Thank you for your time, and have a great day. Thank you again for joining us. We trust that this time has left you better equipped to steward both your wealth and your financial resources. May you and your family find truth, beauty, and goodness on the road ahead. The opinions voiced in the Wisdom and Wealth podcast by Josh Clues are for general information purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, please consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. The guests on the Wisdom and Wealth podcast are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services are offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Please know that converting from a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. A Roth IRA offers tax-free withdrawals on taxable contributions. To qualify for a tax-free and penalty-free withdrawal on earnings, a Roth IRA must be in place for at least five tax years. The distribution must take place after age 59 and a half or due to death, disability, or a first-time home purchase of up to $10,000 lifetime maximum. Depending on state law, Roth IRA distributions may be subject to state taxes. Our local address is 1780 Hughes Landing, Suite 570, Woodlands, Texas, 77380.